Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. The subdivision where we moved to in Florida has a few children living here, but most of them have grown and most of them have gone. So when Halloween comes around, I knew we didn't have to worry about it, but I always had a little bit of candy just in case. Our first year here, which was 2016, we found out that it's the adults who go trick-or-treating. What? Who does that? (laughs) Well, in my neighborhood here, they do. So we have just gotten our costumes together because not only do we trick-or-treat at each other's houses, usually leaving one of the spouses there to hand out the candy or just having it on the front porch ready, but we also then have somebody who volunteers to have a party. So this year, it's our fairly newest neighbors on the east side of us. And I don't know what possessed us to do this, but instead of shopping in our own costume bins or even looking for some of the items when I was at my mom's purple house, uh, where a lot of her costumes from the past and mine from when I taught drama, and did the plays and musicals. That's where I have them stored, up at her purple house. But we wanted to get something new. So, of course, Bud chose camouflage, and I chose purple hair. Now, what we wore on opposites of that, the other one got to pick. So Bud has me dressed in a tuxedo with purple hair, And I got him a huge multicolored clown wig that he has to wear with his (laughs) ghillie suit, which is camouflage. And it's just ridiculous. I don't know what we are thinking. Why would we do this? I don't know. It's just part of the fun nature, I guess, that God has given me. I do have a joyful spirit, and I make the best of every day, just loving it, loving on people, encouraging, having fun, and that's what we're doing tomorrow night. So I guess what I would like to bring this to when I think, what was I thinking Really and truly, what are we thinking? What do most of us think about when we're just on an everyday think about this situation? I have come to find out that most people believe that you can't control what you're thinking about. I know that many men will look at a good looking woman and say, Well, I just can't help what I'm thinking about her. And you may not initially. But here's the thing, when you think on something longer and harder and more, at the time that I'm recording this, they're still looking for the man who did the mass shooting in Maine. What was he thinking before he did all of this? And how long did it take for his thought life to get him to something so horrible? All I know is you don't just think about it and do it. I guess if you have a spontaneous thought, you could. But here's what the scripture says in Romans 2.12. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. Okay, so how do we renew our minds? 
Well, the same way we got to where they are today. We have to choose what we think about. And verse 8 takes us there. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Well, okay, so do you think it's beautiful and lovely that Bud's wearing a camouflage suit with a multicolored clown hair? Uh, Nothing beautiful about that. As a matter of fact, it's ridiculous. But what were we thinking, at least what was I thinking, when I convinced him to wear this? We're thinking about being um, compliant, I guess you might say, or neighborly, because it's not that we just want to fit in with the crowd, but we want the crowd to know that we do strive to fit in, that we do want to be a part of the neighborhood group so that when it comes time for something where they're needing prayer or where there needs to be a ceremony, for instance, I was asked to do the prayers over our monthly girls get-together. And I was asked, along with my husband, to do Sunday services during the pandemic when nobody could go to church because they were all closed. So we took the boat out into the water and we actually had a service where the people could either listen from their homes at this canal circle, or they could come out and sit in their lawn chairs on their backyards, which usually ran toward their boat docks. Some followed us in boats, but we kept a safe distance But we were asked to do that because by now, this was just a year after we had moved here, everyone knew that we were Christians, but they knew we were fun. They knew that we weren't the kind that would beat them over the head with religion and judge them because of how they looked or what they wore. We have our church sign out in our yard, so they know we go to church every Sunday, and many have gone with us. But the other thing with this is that when they know they can come to us for prayer, it's also in times of sadness and sorrow. We were asked to lead the graduation celebration, the funeral, so to speak, for my friend Laurie's husband when he passed away last year. And when you are friendly with people, when you are neighborly, you know, Jesus ate with the sinners. He just didn't sin with them. So when you keep your mind always focused on how can I be a blessing? How can I help this person? How does this fit to be a Christian? What do others think when they see this? Most people, when they would see us, if they didn't know us, would think those people are crazy dressing up like that. Some Christians would even judge us for even getting involved in this Halloween witchcraft. And others would have their own opinion, but All I know is how God speaks to us is what he's called us to do. And he's called us to be the light in a dark world. He's called us to help others train their minds so that they can think on what is good and pure and lovely and to bring the real gospel message, the truth of God's word, not what people think about God's word, not what religions say about it, 
but what does it say and how to discern that for yourselves. My mom and I are part of a Zoom group where we do Bible studies together once a week, and it just so happens that this past week fits so perfectly with what is happening in the news that we are seeing there's very little time left for us to be a witness and a light in this world, because with what's happening right now in Jerusalem, Jesus could come back any minute, and we hope he does but not until all have had the opportunity to hear the gospel message. We looked up the scripture on that, and it says, None are without excuse, for all have had opportunity to believe, even those who haven't been taught that in the culture that they grew up in, perhaps. All I know is Halloween can be a time when we sit inside and lock and lock the doors and turn out the lights and pretend there's nobody home. Or we can use it as an opportunity to hand out candy with a little scripture attached or a tract about Halloween. Or we can go out with the neighbors and we can have fun and even be the life of the party and still lead the prayer. Is that amazing how God will allow us to do what he wants us to do and to be used even amongst those who do not believe? Because one day we just might have opportunity to share with them not only our beliefs, but our Savior who died for them. God, I pray for the one listening right now that is torn between what to do for or not for Halloween, or the one who doesn't want to have anything to do with Halloween, but still wants to be a witness. And God, I just thank you that every opportunity we have, even if it's to wear camouflage and purple wigs, you will use something to let others know that God is full of life and joy and fun and that he is creative and glorious and that he will use even us, those of us with pasts like we have, to tell others the good news of what Christ has done for us. And I pray that for my brother and sister listening and for those who don't know him, I pray that they will want to. And it's in Jesus' name I pray this. Amen and amen. God bless you, my friends. And I won't say happy Halloween. I will say joyous spreading of the light on a night of darkness. God bless you. I'm Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.